Tysons, and this is your weekly news roundup from America's Frontline News. America's Frontline Doctors founder, Dr. Simone Goldfriday, was released after serving 44 days of a 60-day sentence at the Miami Federal Detention Center. Dr. Gold was sentenced to 60 days in prison for reading prepared remarks in the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. Dr. Gold, a prominent doctor and lawyer, was charged and served a federal prison term for a nonviolent misdemeanor trespassing charge with no prior record. During her prison stay, Dr. Gold was quarantined with eight days of solitary confinement for refusing to submit to receive the COVID-19 injection. Most mainstream news outlets have ignored the rise in all-cause mortality, maintaining the claim that vaccination has kept COVID under control. The UK's Daily Telegraph became an exception when it reported on soaring excess deaths, but the paper attributed the rise to lockdowns. According to the Telegraph, during lockdown, hospitals and medical clinics were diagnosing and treating illnesses far less. As a result, illnesses such as cancer and heart disease got worse, and now the UK is seeing the results. The Telegraph reported that during 14 of the past 15 weeks, England and Wales averaged around 1,000 extra non-COVID-related deaths each week. Given that lockdowns significantly damage health, blaming excess deaths on lockdown seems to make sense. Frontline News senior researcher David Heller this week took a closer look at possible reasons behind the rise in mortality. We spoke to him to find out more. Thanks, Mordechai. Yeah, we've been looking into the issue of rising deaths in a number of countries. There have been a few studies that have looked at what's going on, and it's not good. Excess mortality has been going up, and in many cases, hasn't come back down. We would have actually expected a decline in mortality since 2021. Firstly, because COVID's fatality rate dropped with the Delta and Omicron. And second, while the COVID vaccines don't reduce infections, there was hope and even some data to say that it should have reduced mortality from COVID at least. But overall, we're not seeing any reduction. And in fact, all-cause mortality is up. What is that attributed to? Well, it's hard to say. As I mentioned in the article, some are suggesting that lockdowns are actually responsible. Actually, it was none other than the Telegraph in the UK that made that suggestion. Uh, Maybe that's a sign of what's now actually acceptable in mainstream media. I don't think they would have publicly blamed lockdowns uh, a year or even six months ago. We know that lockdowns did massive damage. We've documented that right here. Uh, in terms of health, uh, civil liberties, obviously. But the, the health has been a big, uh, it's taken a big toll. If you look at Sweden, their excess mortality is noticeably lower than the European average. Well, aside from the lockdowns and the vaccines playing a role, what is the research that you reviewed saying? We looked at a number of countries, including Cyprus and the Netherlands, which both experienced increased mortality in early 2021. That coincided with the vaccine rollout. This isn't, of course, proof, but it doesn't look good either. There are many factors uh, that might contribute to a rise in excess mortality, not least of which, obviously, would be a wave of COVID infections. Australia is a very interesting situation because they vaccinated before ever even getting a real wave of COVID. Being an island nation, they were one of the few which actually managed to keep COVID out for a long time, but it eventually got in. So Australia started vaccinating in 2021 like the rest of the world. And without any accompanying wave of COVID, they had a significant increase in mortality, something like 9% over normal. Wait, so you're saying that Australia had an increase in mortality right after the vaccination, but before COVID? Yes, that's correct. And the excess mortality is still high, about 14% over normal, even in 2022. After Australia, we looked at a new study that just came out of Germany. 
The first thing to note is that German mortality dropped dramatically in January 2021, before the vast majority of people were vaccinated. So that success can't be attributed to the vaccine, unless the virus just got so scared of the coming vaccine that it went into hiding or something. Anyway, the paper also points out that while in 2020, the first year of COVID had excess deaths, 2021, the year of the vaccine, saw excess deaths in much younger ages, ages like 20 to 45. In fact, 2001 excess deaths were much higher amongst the younger adults. And the third point in the study is that excess deaths rose at the same time as the vaccination campaign, declined and then again with the boosters. Well, that certainly is concerning. Higher deaths among younger people who weren't even at high risk from COVID. Thanks for looking into those studies and giving us the big picture. David Heller, America's Frontline News. A new peer-reviewed study found that regular use of ivermectin reduced the risk of dying from COVID-19 by 92%. The study was conducted by a board-certified endocrinologist with a master's degree and doctorate in clinical endocrinology. The peer-reviewed study, published Wednesday by the medical journal Curis, finds that individuals who took ivermectin before being infected by COVID experienced significant reductions in death and hospitalization. The study stated the hospitalization rate was reduced by 100% in regular users compared to both irregular users and non-users. Epoch Times reports the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization, UNESCO, is escalating its global war on ideas and information it calls misinformation and conspiracy theories. Although the term conspiracy theory simply suggests a plausible postulate of a conspiracy, its usage has always been derogatory. The term was co-opted by the Central Intelligence Agency to discourage people from repeating what they heard about the government, rendering them a target of ridicule. According to the Paris-based UN Education Agency, conspiracy theories cause significant harm and form the backbone of many populist movements. According to the United Nations, conspiracy theories, quote, foster and reinforce harmful thinking patterns and exclusive worldviews, reduce trust in public and scientific institutions, and can drive people to violence or decrease their desire to reduce their carbon footprint. In some cases, teachers are encouraged to report their students to authorities. And an Ottawa doctor Wednesday declared normal to be an offensive far-right myth. Dr. Neely Kaplan-Mirth made the remarks during an episode of the Agenda podcast, appearing masked and alone in her office as she faced her computer screen. The message from the provincial government is, we're all getting back to normal now, folks. So let's start there. Are we back to normal yet? No. So the language that you use when you say something like uh, normal is a far-right language of anti-maskers, anti-vaxxers, and ableists who uh, disregard the impact of COVID. Ottawa doctor Neely Kaplan-Mirth. For more top news and analysis, go to our website at americasfrontlinenews.com. You've been listening to Mordecai Sones at America's Frontline Doctors, Frontline News. Frontline News.